0: an update um because people have been asking i'm sure you all have seen online but there are uh changes coming to Legends of Rune Terra
1: That's Ryan this is Ryan with his other host Hedge like come on come on you're like uh, it may just be <laughs> an, this may just be well, an update but you're just going to like you know just move on by yourself like Geez. All right. You heard it here no, first. No, that's where I left it off for you to come
0: in. Cause this is a I just said it's not a normal episode. <laughs> Why would I introduce? Oh, are you expecting housekeeping up top Hedges? Yes. <laughs> that's where it always goes.
1: <laughs> You've been groomed.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Legend of Terror is changing. Um, first there was like the blog post about it. Uh, And then because of the pushback, they did an actual video um, with a sort of dev update on what's to come, um, who's switching positions, et cetera, et cetera. And essentially what the game is turning into, because we don't want to make this about, it's supposed to be quick. We just want to let you know how we are proceeding with our, our, our uh, schedule for the you know the program you expect
1: yeah uh so I'll, I'll give like just a quick rundown of what's happening to the game uh and make it really fast but we're gonna like this is more about like what we're going to do because it does kind of affect our show a little bit um so the if you haven't heard the big news as far as with room terra is that the pvp by their definition is going into hibernation uh, but in reality it's just pvp is going to kind of cease to exist uh, there will no longer be any ranked ladders uh, so there will only be casual play for uh, uh for pvp uh that also means that the gauntlet's gone and that also means that the at the esport level all that's gone too Um, So this next set that is coming out is going to be the last set with any PvP adjustments. And then their team's focus is going to be solely on the path of champions and doing the PVE side of the game. Um, A big part of this is because they are going to downsize that team and they're going to focus on making the PVE side better for monetization as well as for the cost of upkeep. So that way they can still have the game playable as far as casual PVP, while also not trying to change the way that they, have the pay scale too much but this means that more of their staff members are gone and that also means that there are going to be more pay windows moving forward at the moment they're not entirely clear as to what those pay windows are going to be but it is there is going to be added monetization so that way they can try to keep the lights on so when we know more about that we'll know more about it but that does mean that since cards aren't going to get released Uh, we don't really have like the same way of like moving into what champions we're going to talk about next because we kind of been going alongside their release
0: yeah exactly so we're essentially going off script if if you're an og listener um our earlier episodes Uh, depended a lot more on the cards and used that as a guideline. There were a lot less cards and also the releases were quicker. Um, As you've noticed, the releases have gotten slower. And as a courtesy, we've kind of been keeping in line with that just to maintain some of the old way we used to do shows. But we always wanted to veer away from that into the pure um, bio nature because they do still have the universe Site that has their bio stuff, and now when they release champions in uh, Legends or League of Legends, they also release it alongside bio updates, comics, etc. So they've changed their process as well, which leaves us less dependent on Legends of Runeterra. Um, unfortunately, the the thing about it is the competitive aspect really drove a cadence for them releasing stuff at a pace that made it a good process to follow. Now, we know damn well they're not gonna be releasing heroes as fast, so we won't have the Legends of Runeterra like, backlog to go off of, right? To guide us through the story with you as newer listeners come in, because that's a great way to um, consume it. Uh, but what we will do, is just keep doing what we're doing. I mean, obviously, we're, our plan is, hey, we're waiting for the MMO, and everything we talk about, we talk about in respects to that now, right? What could they use here? How should they meld these regions together? How should they cross these stories over? Where should the narrative be, you know, focused on X, Y, and Z? Uh, that will continue. It's just there's... No more cards. Like, we're not going to yeah. read cards. We're not going to have quotes. Yeah. And,
1: I, and I'm and i sure that even the OG listeners will understand because uh, you don't have to even try to pick and find an episode. As an example, if you've listened to us for a while, it's pretty clear that our focus has always been on the story um, and we get excited about things like Ruination Book Club. We get excited about the MMO. We we get excited about Arcane. So the good news here is that even though the Runeterra roadmap is no longer there giving us, you know, the quest point for our next story to walk to there's still tons of content that we haven't not even scratched the surface of there's still tons of content that's going to be coming out cough cough next season of arcane cough cough yeah um so it we're still gonna be here we're gonna be doing our thing and we're just not gonna have um the ability to like pull up the you know the cards that don't get to see a lot of play time and listen to me rant about how it could be good in a really bad deck Um, (laughs) some of you guys might miss that some of y'all are probably thankful who knows
0: (laughs) yeah so uh, you might think also hey that means shorter episodes no 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 That just means we have more time to ramble about things like narrative structures and other fantasy uh, that, you know, that story relates to and the ideologies we love to dig into. Um, That gives us more space to play with that, which actually is to our benefit. I I mean, it would be remiss to not mention that there were a mass amount of layoffs at riot. You all know how Hetch and I feel about that. Obviously that's not good, Riot, You have a ton of money. Stop making excuses, right? You had a product at a time where you could have competed and I, just like many on the internet, are not convinced just because you made a card game that was beneficial for players, you lost money. Bullshit, Okay, I'm, we're gonna say that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, but there's no reason to try to, like. we don't have that information, right? They're not a publicly yeah. traded company I, um, in the sense and- that we have visibility into that.
1: Like Mm -hmm. one of the one of the things that we've always, you know, to give credit where credit is due, a thing that we've always been very uh, vocal about as far as something that Riot always did really well when it came to Room Terror was its visibility. Um, They really let us get kind of a look behind the scenes and this transition that they're doing is. Is no different because on that note of these layoffs coming in because of the the monetary problems that Runeterra is facing, they've been very vocal about the fact that they had a plan at one point to get into China and then scrapped it. So yeah. this one of the most successful gaming companies in the world actively staying out of its most accepted market as well as its most profitable market and then turning around and saying we couldn't make money. The math isn't adding up. Yeah. Like That's just facts. And we, we get to know that because of the fact of, you know, they are very visible and transparent about a lot of the decisions that they made. And so you know, I'm not a businessman. I'm not going to say that I fully understand why they didn't get into China, I, yeah. but I, that would be something I'd love to have, like a drink with some of the guys and be like, what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah what it, the hell happened?
0: The classic case of a company over leveraging it and then trying to spin it as, hey, we were thinking about you and it just didn't work out. It's like, come on, guys. You we, we get it. But all that to say is on the horizon, and despite some of those layoffs having some riders in it that make us concerned about the MMO, uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens uh, because what tends to happen in these situations is you'll have a big round of layoffs from all these companies to try to get inside of a window to dodge some newsworthy stuff. And then they'll, on the back turn, rehire people. And it's like, okay, so are you lying or not?
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah. Are you lying or not? Um, And so I guess the TLDR here is that, you know, Riot – definitely made like some poor decisions and because of that the Room Terra roadmap is gone our format's going to change because we no longer have that roadmap but that's all that's changing we're still going to be making our episodes we still have a lot of stories to cover yeah um and if anything we're we're now kind of excited our, for ourselves because we Get to pick and choose what we want to go off of instead of having that roadmap. It'll be harder for you guys to follow if until we really get the hang of things, uh, because you know, like the roadmap was kind of beneficial as far as you know, make helping you guys stay on the same page with us. Uh, but all this means is that you're gonna hear a lot about Shaco gameplay and um, whether. If that's a good thing or a bad thing, let us know at po- podcastcore at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll leave
0: it there because no better way to end than Shaco. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're going to keep doing stuff. We're not going anywhere unless the government gets involved. So as always, ah. thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon with the next episode.
1: Take care, everybody. <laughs>